down to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. You know. It is. It's a little ironic. Uh, today's episode, Flashback Friday, little surprise episode, I guess we would say. I hadn't planned on on it being a three weeker or three episode week, but you know, speaking of three weeks, called Slow Down. That's today's episode, Slow Down. But it's a little ironic calling this episode Slow Down. Uh, it's episode nine, nine episodes in three weeks, which I guess you know isn't isn't far-fetched like people normally do uh three episodes a week but that wasn't the plan right like we weren't saying we were supposed to do only two and i, I truly i thought we i was like okay we're finally getting back to the normal schedule and then you know i get inspired that's again that's the very 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 the the core most bare bones point of having this show of doing this podcast is i got tired of having opinions and inspiration and having conversations that i thought you know felt either weren't being had or that i just you know wanted to be involved in whatever it may be and, and not having necessarily i wouldn't even say the platform but the outlet you know i'm not even looking for the platform as much as the outlet um and that that's the biggest thing with this so yeah like bare bones core as flat as it gets was is that so yeah i mean that's the whole point of it is Hey, I feel inspired. I feel like there's something I want or need to talk about. I got the microphone. I got the tools. I got the resources. I have the ability to get on here and make a podcast episode, right? Like, how, and now it's it's the funny thing about it is, and I was thinking about this today and last night. You know how I keep saying like I don't have a particularly unique experience. Like my story is not, you know, I don't have this this crazy out of there, like, oh my goodness, Marcus. Oh, he's so, yeah, no, I don't look at myself that way. In fact, I have, you know, all the time, it's like you're kind of a why me or like, who do you think you are? I get imposter syndrome probably in a different way than other people do. Um, and that's probably, you know, that's where the slowdown comes into it. My imposter syndrome is I want to move so fast. I know so much of who I am that I'll start to question like, damn, am I supposed to know already? Like, am I supposed to have this this part, not not life thing, I'm far from figured out, but like this part of my life figured out when so many people my age, so many people older than me don't yet. You know, so I always, I have that question that comes up for me uh, and I have to do the slow down. And that's just how it goes. Like it slow down. So where, where, that in, where, did, where that even comes from is when I was a kid, my dad, he used to say, slow down, gym shoe. And that's what he would tell me. Like when I would be excited about something, you know, my dad, he worked in construction and plumbing. Um, he was, so my dad was similar to me in a way that, in such a way, and I mean, I say similar to me, this is obviously, you know, very much where I get it from, the restlessness to make your own way. You know, looking around and realizing that not only was n nobody gonna come save him, nobody was gonna come save me, but even more like if somebody was, they weren't gonna save me or save him in the way that we want wanted to be saved per se or the way we wanted to you know make it out um so that's when you know you get that idea of being the the ceo of your own life the hero of your own life um you know 
when you talk about the hero's journey and, you know, when I went back talking about the allegories and, and those long extended metaphors, you know, the hero's journey is, is that, is that, um, and that's again, why like Odysseus rang so true to me and like why I love like Greek mythology, you know, why Percy Jackson, remember I was saying the other day, um, if you listen to it, I think it was either last episode or the one before it was one of the, this week, like I say, we, you know, we're getting episode three in four days. It's kind of, that's aggressive. I'm not going to lie, especially for the fact that I'm recording these live. It's not like these are pre-recorded episodes, even though I have some stuff vaulted. These are not, you know, so. Sorry. Perrier made me queef. Can I say that? Can I say queef? Does that describe that? Oh, this guy made me ink. I love Finding Nemo. Similar, you know, kind of another hero's journey of like, you got to go on this. Finding Nemo always resonated to me because it felt a lot like my story. Like, you know, the kid that wants to go, he touched the butt. And like, dad's like, don't touch the butt. And what are you going to do? You touch the butt. Now, but that's me, right? Like, that's what the slowdown gym shoot kind of was. Like, Nemo wanted to grow up so fast. And Marlon's like, look, kid, I'm not protecting you just, just for funsies. But there's also, you know, that side of you got to go let you got to go let him experience or he's going to go fuck shit up, whatever. Um, yeah. Pointing to, though, like I said, that hero's journey thing, uh, you got to remind yourself to slow down. And that's just what we're talking about today. I think what happens a lot when you are my age, period, like when you're at this this 20, you know, really 18 to like 25, 27 stage, excuse me, there's a lot of things that you are not only expected to figure out, but like you actually do. That's the thing about expectations. When people place expectations on you that you, you know, whether you subscribe to them, whether you ask for them or not, a lot of times you do have to follow through with them, right? Or you, you're left to disappoint somebody or you kind of, you know, default. So I think what happens here, especially this generation, the time of, you know, the, the age we're in, where there is so much opportunity, there's an abundance of resources out there to go make your dreams happen. There's this this burden that's placed on us, this onus. And that's what, you know, for me, I say, like, it's a responsibility, but also a choice because I, I love doing what I do. I love the process. The hero's journey is enjoyable for me. And a lot of that because I, you know, decided to make it the hero's journey and not, um, you know, just this, this this path down to the unknown. Like, it's not it's not some it's un, 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 excuse me uncharted waters for sure. And the, re- the way I look at it, and I've been making this metaphor for a few months now, but it's interesting the way it keeps coming back in different spaces and making it, you know, even more clear. So I say how I feel like I'm the space I feel like I'm in right now and have been for a little bit is this, you know, if, if we were all treading water in the middle of the ocean, that's why I remember I kept bringing up, I keep bringing up the song Middle of the Ocean from Her Loss and what promise you'll get this shit when, when the sky's clear, this shit designed for divine ears. The reason that that was so like, immediately what the hell for me because the song that was the very first song i listened to when i when the album dropped i was like well if anything i've got to hear this one because i think i had just been talking about it either that day or the day before like i just told somebody for the first time about this entire ocean ocean concept for me and yeah i'm pretty it was my mom i was talking to about it and i was saying what i feel like is i we, we are in the middle of the ocean and i can see the shore and not saying that only i can see the shore i'm sure there's you know, many of us that can, and that's, you know, the ones, that's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm telling to slow down. Whoever's out there honking, slow down. <laughs> so I feel like I'm in the ocean, right? And every, we're, we're treading water. We're not even treading water, really, but like we're swimming, trying to get to shore. And the thing is, 
everybody that's in the water with me or most of the people in the water with me are like swimming for dear life because they just want to get out of the water, right? Like they just want to survive. They just want to get out the water. And then you got me who's like, I know how to swim. I know that I need to come up for air. I know like, you know, at some point, like I cannot force my way out of this water, if that makes sense. I can't just brute, brute force my way through this shit. But I also do understand that I've got to keep swimming. That's the only way I'm, you're right. Like either you keep swimming or you drown. But if you exert so much energy to where you can no longer make it, you can get as close as you want. You can see the shit right there. But if you can't get there any further, now you have the people that somebody may carry them, whatever it may be. But, you know, if you're too much of a burden, you get left behind. Right. So I feel like what's happening and where we're at right now is I can see the shore. I see the big ass house that's available, like waiting for us, you know, that's the comfortable mansion or even I, I came to the conclusion of maybe even not the house is built, but I can see the materials and I know we've got the individuals around to build the house. We just have to get there. And I'm like, whether I'm leading the pack or whatever it may be, I'm turning around saying, hey, just keep swimming, but like slow down, chill out, get there, you know, and back to finding Nemo. This was I promise you, I wasn't even thinking about that, but it popped up immediately. And now it's going to keep coming back. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And even more. So it's interesting. Dory, Royal Blue, THC, Royal. That's my my whole shit. Is, so that's interesting as well. Um, so on the on the concept of slow down, and this is one, another one, you know, Flashback Fridays, we're not going to take long. So we're not going to be here all day especially because I'm planning on dropping this immediately after. Um, so yeah, we're, we're probably going to be here 30 minutes max, 45, maybe. Yeah, 30, 30, 45, 35. I don't know. We'll see. Because I'm going live with my guy, Chef Lonnie G, later today. Uh, we're going to get on Instagram live and talk about mindset, you know, my favorite thing, mindset and mindfulness, and meal prepping. I've been seeing a lot recently of, you know, and of course, the years just started. We're coming into the New Year's resolution side of it. And... Meal prepping is a big thing. You know, you got the HelloFresh ads. Uh, everything on Hulu is HelloFresh ads, 2023, 20 free meals, whatever. Um, and I think it's an interesting space there, the way that they kind of take advantage of that, especially. Well, what's funny is everybody, right, everybody takes advantage of something like that when it comes up. Um, I think it was, I don't know, one of the pizza, pizza restaurants, pizza chains, like the big pizza chains, was essentially saying, like, we know you're going to shoot on your New Year's resolution anyway. Might as well start now. And it was, they introduced new food, like a new food item. I think it was, pretty sure it was Papa John's. And it was like, yeah, so you might as well. And then here's a discount code. It's like, that's that's very targeted. That's very fucked up. Very, very targeted. But so is the the meal prepping side. The We know if, if anything, you're going to sign up for this subscription that you may or may not forget about. So we're going to go ahead and get you early on. And what I look at, one came up the other day that actually looked a little bit different. I think the vegan ones are very interesting. Veganism is, you know, obviously ramping up. Just the entire well-being industry, wellness industry is, is getting a full boost. Uh, and what's, what's funny about that even, because you may think that you would, you would think that I kind of exist within the wellness industry in that sense, like or like the lifestyle wellness side, which I guess I do as a, as a brand. But like, no, that's not my that's not my business, not my space. I exist within the creative space and it kind of just extends because I'm so ranging and I do, you know, care about a lot of things. It spaces out like that. But that's where I have to remind myself to slow down. Right. There's so many things I do care about and so many things I want to like. I, If you don't know by now, you just ain't getting it. 
I let it. If you don't know by now, then you just ain't getting it. That's, that's the song lyrics. Uh, like Hope said, I'm trying to heal the world. That's how deep I'm in. And, you know, obviously not at, at that great of a scale. I think that's always ambitious. But, hey, you know, if ambition is, like Wale said, it's funny that, you know, Wale coming back up too. Wale being a, a topic of discussion right now. For some, I'm not even sure why, like why he's being brought up, but he was yesterday too in the Jay-Z interview. They were talking about him. And he was saying, you know, who, who you think going to be sitting in this spot that you are? Charlemagne asked Jay that. Who do you think going to be sitting in this spot that you are in about 10 years? And, of course, I mean, whether you call it prophetic or just looking at what was clear future, uh, he named Drake, Kendrick, Cole, and he said, and Wale. But Wale was like kind of the last one he named. He was like, whether just off sheer talent or willpower, Wale will be there. And funny enough, like Wale still is right there. Black Bonnie was like my song of the year. 2021, something like that. And then, yeah, like Sumi and um, Beverly Boulevard. I love Beverly Boulevard right now. And then what's the other one off this last album that I love? Oh, Beverly Boulevard and Dearly Beloved. Dearly Beloved is so beautiful. I'm about to spark. If you've seen the video for Dearly Beloved, uh, gosh, not even the video necessarily. It's just like a little clips, clips he put together from legendary black uh sitcoms and whatnot love the love scenes the marriage scenes whatnot it's beautiful back to but slow down slow down i guess yeah just kind of a, a short message to everybody in their 20s especially like gen z because what's happening is we are getting we're getting so much pressure put on us like more and more by the day and, it, and the, the thing is the pressure is it's kind of fake right like it's a fake pressure that that doesn't actually exist. That's that's why social media is so ridiculous. And then on that other side, I, I have the issue with you know the older generations, especially the boomers, because their their whole thing when it comes to us is that we're soft and that we can't handle anything. And I I truly want to look at them and say like you, I I don't I don't know how many of our you know grandparents or even parents really actually have looked at it, but like my I, the year I graduated high school and started college was the pandemic year. It was like that. I had one semester of college under my belt. It was a semester and two months. And they were like, oh, yeah, your whole life, like your entire life is getting upended. Like everything, you know, shift. And then we're supposed to just bounce back into, into normal. And they talk about like right now, how many people, you know, and this is people over 65, like 65 and over that it never had to use social services, never had to go to food pantries, whatever it may be having to do so in the past year or two. It's like, so what do you think for the 20 year old that was, and I'm not, not speaking to me necessarily, but like different people of our age, like in our age range that it's like, okay, the nigga with no experience, he had no savings because where was he, where was he to get savings from whatever, just these different, you know, bunch of different myriads of situations that I think we don't get credit for because, and it's by choice. Like they choose to ignore it because it, I don't know if it makes them feel better, whatever that may be. And my message to, to all of you is when I say slow down, I'm not saying like chill out type of slow down or like you're doing too much. No, 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 no. Do exactly what you're doing is what I mean. Like just slow down as in don't, that's because when my dad would say slow down, Jim Shoe, he was, he was tempering my excitement, right? Tempering. It wasn't, it wasn't a way to, you know, kind of put a, it wasn't putting the cap on it. It was not putting a bot like a cap or a top on it. It was just tempering it. You know, when you, when you have a carbonated, when you have like a soda or some or a pop and you know, it's about to like, you know, if you open it straight up, it's going to go everywhere. So why not slowly twist the cap off, let some of that air out. 
that's what that that's how that would happen. That's my slow down. It's it's not at all. Don't open it because go ahead and drink that soda. Let it be refreshing. Enjoy your Sprite, but have all of the Sprite. Like if you're going to have the Sprite, have all of it. Don't have it spilling out. Don't have to clean it up just because you were too excited to open it up and you didn't let it let the air hiss out. And and then the slow down is also like if you have a you're walking around with the Sprite, don't go running knowing you're going to shake it up. Slow down. Right. So I think what what really, you know, needs to come about is and I think what happens these conversations and I say these conversations and we'll kind of get to this exact point in a second. I say these conversations as if it's not just me talking to me. Right. But what I say before, like this is me talking to me or yeah, conversations with myself to y'all. Right. I think what happens and again, the entire point of me having this podcast was the conversation either that I have with myself or with the people around me. Then I'm like, damn, you know, if we were to have these at scale, these relatable, these I'm not alone, I'm not crazy. I don't know if I said it before, but this it was originally going to be called Does That Make Me Crazy? That's what the podcast was going to be. And I went away from that. And, you know, that may come along at some point. But I went away from that just because why not? And but it's still it still fits for sure. And maybe that'll be a segment somewhere along the way. I can. Yeah, I can't call that right now. What I can call is. Soon enough, I wanted, I'm going to start doing, and this is, you know, people told me not to speak your plans. I told them, kiss my ass. Um, I want to do, you know, guest hosting and kind of, and just be able to not necessarily these conversations specifically or this topic, but whatever topic it may be with those relevant individuals. You know, I would love to, like me and Stanley, the cop, what I talked about yesterday, last night's episode, it would be beautiful. Hip hop is dead. That's a conversation that he and I, you know, probably will go deeper into season two. He'll guest host with me and it'll be that similar topic, you know, talking about maybe a month later, two months, whatever the time frame may be and kind of a state of hip hop, state of the culture, whatever it may be. And I think it's very interesting to have those conversations to remind each other that we are here for and with and all of this, like we are here in this shit together. You know how they keep like it. It's a very big thing that keeps coming up recently all over social media. Like their little reminder of nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's kind of figuring this out as it goes. I'm not sure like where like where the sudden like uprising or like, um, you know, revealing of that message came from. But it was something that it, it's true. 100 percent true. And the, I think the thing is, again, talking about like the older generation, they would lead you to believe that that they know what they're doing and they don't. Because here's why they don't, just as the world is rapidly changing every day for us and we are stuck in the middle of it, like we're the ones whether driving the change or being directly affected by it. If we don't know what the hell is going on, why would they? If you have to ask me as as a boomer, what does cringe mean in the year 2023? You have to ask what does cringe mean? You know, you're I wouldn't say you're behind the times, but you you're not necessarily caught up with the times. Right. You're figuring this shit out because that means how many how many different topics or conversations and maybe that does just doesn't get brought up in your circle, that word. And I get that. But that means there's an abundance of conversations, of topics of whatever it may be, trending topics that you were not able to, you know, you couldn't be privy to. You just don't know enough as it relates to that, I guess, to the culture, to the society in depth. I think we we are in the trenches of, of everything right now and being in the trenches of all of it, it will feel like everything is moving so much because like life moves fast as hell. We're not going to, we're not, things are changing fast. Again, like things change every day. 
But that's the thing about it. If things are going to change every day, there's no reason to try to be on top of everything at every second of every moment. That's why I focus on what matters to me, but also like what is relevant within my life. I'm not going out of my way to, you know, care about things that don't, not to not care about things, but to be, to try to be on top of everything. I think that's where a lot of people kind of get lost and end up overwhelmed. And, and we talk about burnout, you know, trying to do too much because that is the other side of slow down. Like some of y'all actually the slow down is you're doing too much. It's no reason you should be in your twenties burnt out or, or thinking that you're near burnout, whatever you shouldn't be. And if you are slow down, right? That's the point of mindfulness. That's the point of meditation. That's the point of all these different techniques and hacks is to slow down. Because if you never slow down, then when do you actually get a chance to speed up? The thing about speeding up is it's only fun when you can recognize the acceleration. Speeding up when you're at your highest gear, because at some point you max out, especially as a human, we're not machines. So at some point you max out, burnout. The fun in slowing down is you get to now recollect, regroup, reframe, retrace if needed. That's why I, the line, sprint, rest, repeat. Sprint, rest, repeat. Slow down, right? That's what I, I, I truly, if there's, you know, and there's a lot of things that my dad, you know, instilled in me and then I learned from him that stick with me till today. But if there's one thing that comes up on a regular basis and I, I don't even, like not even intentionally, it just, I hear it, it pops up in my head. Slow down, Jim Shoe. Hey, you're a little too eager, too excited, too obsessive. Slow down. And that goes for work, relationships. I, I'm a person that I get obsessive over things, and especially if I like it. Like I, I will, I go down rabbit holes on things that I want to learn. Like if I find a new topic or a new, and I love learning, so everything interests me. So I'll be, I'll, that's when I have to tell myself, hey, save this for later. You, you bookmark that. Put that in the bookmarks, bro. You're doing too much. I have to tell myself all the time, you're doing too much. When I start to press is when I start to mess things up because I'm I'm trying to accelerate faster than I can actually run. You know, when you, you think about like words per minute, if you're typing, if you can type at a certain word, now you can improve it. You can improve your speed probably to a certain extent, but at some point you max out your capability. And if you're typing, okay, well, yeah, at some point you can type faster, but you're not making words. Like that, you're going to have to go back and edit and redo and you, you're wasting more time than if you had just typed slower and typed what you me- needed to and meant in the first place, right? Think about like that, the video of the guy, I, I imagine it's, it's a joke. I, I'm pretty sure it's a joke. It's hilarious regardless. The dude that say he has found out how to read a book in like 30 seconds. And that man said, okay, read the book to us. And he opens that book and he just flipped through it and, and was speaking gibberish, like literal gibberish. I love that video. That video is so funny to me, but it, it, it correlates. It's like, you didn't read shit. You didn't read anything. And you clearly didn't read anything. You're not going to get me to believe you read anything, right? I'd much rather you tell me that you can, if you can read that book in five minutes, I'm still probably not going to believe you, but that's more believable than what you just tried to do, right? And again, like the, it, it's this big idea of, again, you slow down to speed up. If you're going to speed up anyway, if you want to speed up anyway, why not slow down and give your ch- your, yourself a chance to get that energy back, get that momentum back, and and catapult from a, a solid foundation. So that's it's two sides of slow down, but I think that overarching one and that core meaning is definitely just, you know, like Bryson Tiller said, keep doing what you're doing. I love that song. That album was, anniversary was good. 
keep doing what you if, if you're on the if you feel like you're on the right path like be on your path take your journey nobody else can walk this path for you and and many very few are probably walking it with you you got to figure out what works for you dog because everybody's gonna have something to say like niggas are always gonna talk right whether it's your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, auntie, uncle, friends, family, it doesn't matter. Or a nigga you've never met before. Everybody's always gonna have something to say. Cause it, for some, it seems that in talking about value versus weight, people have this belief that their opinion not only does, but has to hold a certain amount of weight in order to, to feel respected. Like you don't respect them if you don't respect their opinion. It's like we have different experiences, different perspectives, different just views and beliefs on life. I don't have to agree or respect your opinion in order to be okay with you as a human being. But people are so tied into their beliefs. They feel so strongly because I think where we've gotten, and this is kind of a tangent, but it's not whatever, even if it is, it's my show. Where we've gotten in this in this world where social media has done to us is everybody feels, and I was just talking to Sam about this at lunch. People feel so not even entitled to having an opinion, but they feel like they have to have one. If they don't have an opinion, then they feel wrong. And in turn, if you don't have an opinion or if you don't agree with their opinion, then you are wrong. Like I said yesterday, people will go out of their way, even contradicting themselves or their own beliefs to make you wrong. How often do I hear somebody say, well, that's not the point. What do you, okay. Like it'll be a conversation. Somebody can be fully, I don't even, I'm not even about to go into that. Because almost I will I'll bring up examples, but they're they're examples that ridiculous situations. And you look at the broader picture, and again, it's this I it's this need to because people don't want to be sheep. Like people so badly don't want to feel like a follower or don't want to be sheep that they feel that they have to be, you know, separated from the crowd. And the only way to do so is to either be a contrarian or to be a contrarian in some way. So if I can find somebody to disagree with, somebody to tell, I don't think that you're right. I couldn't agree less. It's like, really? You couldn't agree less? Like, you absolutely don't agree with a single thing I said? None of it? Not a, not a, not a word. All of it was wrong. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All, all of it. Okay, cool. On the other side, like everything you said, everything you said was right. Okay. Oh, okay. Those people, I do, I do. I give them the, okay, gotcha. My favorite thing these days is just the salute. You got it, boss. You got it, chief. The hell I'm going to go back and forth with a nigga that, that in general, why would I go back and why am I going back and forth with anybody? That doesn't affect me. No, thank you. I don't have high blood pressure, but it does run in my family. It's hereditary. And what black man can't say that, right? Um, fix that shit. We need to fix that for sure. And I, but I just, I'm not going to allow you to either get me to high blood. Like, you're not going to have me. No, sir. For what? I don't care about you. You don't affect my life. They, they need to slow down. But again, you know, when you come to that, that those points of, Everybody's going to have something to say. Let them talk. Let them let them do what they do. Feel how they feel and keep it pushing. So, hey, my message to everybody, especially my Gen Zers, especially my my 2000s babies. And when I say 2000s babies, I really only mean 2000. You were born outside of 2000 or like if you were born within a year of me on either side, we're, you know, we're tight. We're like that. We're connected. We go and go back like rocking chairs. Uh but other than that, you really, it's no slight to y'all. Y'all just don't, you wouldn't understand. I think a lot of, you know, like, like Jada Kiss said, I can only speak for the things that I've been through, right? I can only speak for the things that I've been through. And I think, you know, when I look at that, that group of people, that, that age gap or that age group, 
they're probably the only ones that can really, again, also speak to similar experiences just because, you know, we came at a time when the world was shifting, right? The turn of the century, Y2K, um, the same people that are telling, that want to tell me that I can't, you know, what I can and cannot do on the internet, we're scared to, they won't put their money in the banks. They won't use cash. Like they won't use different services, which is, you know, it's fine and dandy. Like I understand why it's the reasoning. It's the, I understand why they wouldn't. And if you gave me a better or like any reason that made sense, okay, cool. But your reason being, I just don't know about it. That's your fault. That's, that's on you. Um, and I know I'm not the only one that that can speak to that or relate to that. Like I said, I can only speak to the things that I've been through. But the people that I'm talking to, y'all know what I'm talking about. And to y'all, I say slow down to speed up, right? Like slow down to speed up because it's our time, baby. It's it's us. We're the only ones that can really make the change. I won't say a change. But the change, you know, y'all know what I mean. It's there's a change needed, but the change that's needed. I think we're the only ones with the power and the the knowledge and access to the 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 information that's required and necessary to make those changes. Right? It's not that the, the information out there, but it's the application and impl- implementation of said information. Like I said, you know, when the idea of manifestation starts with imagination and action, I think we're the we're, you know the last of the I call it the last of a dying breed. We're the last of the ones that were raised in a world where we were allowed to imagine and look, you know, at the broader, bigger picture and stand back and, you know, solution find and, and figure things out on our own. But also were instilled and came up in that world where you did have to act on the things that you wanted. You did have to go for or saw that, you know, saw our parents have to work their ass off every day uh, to make a way for us and to make us to give us this world and this ability you know, whether everybody has the same access to it or if, you know, leverage to do so, there is a freedom that we've been provided to to do this kind of soul searching, this deep dive in the where we are as a world, as a society and as individuals. And then in turn, look at the broader picture and say, OK, this is where this needs to go. Like I say, I think there's three sides, there's three factions that can take power within the next few years, within the next you know cycle, I guess. One side, and I'm not going to name names and put a a label to any of them, but one side just wants to, and they already did. They've torn a lot of things down for us and and more props to them, but they want to, they want to build things based off of what's already there, right? So they want to take what's there and say, okay, we're just going to build it better, or we're just going to keep the system in place and try to make it. And that's not going to work because the system's fucked up. And you got another side that just wants to tear everything down and when you ask them what would go in its place, I don't think that they can give you an answer, not because they don't want to. They just don't have the experience, the knowledge, the wherewithal. And then a lot of them just don't want to. They just want to see the world burn in a good way. Like they just they want to burn the world, not see the world burn, but they want to burn the world. They're like, ah, I'm tired of this shit. This is fucked up. I see what everybody else is going through. I don't want none of that. How about we just take it all down? And I'm not necessarily against them. It's just, again, like they don't, and we need them. Like we have to, we need them on our side in order to, because it's, it's like having the general with no soldiers. You're not a general if you don't have any soldiers. So they're kind of the soldiers that at some point will take over the general roles, but somebody's got to show them, like like John Legend said. Now, I love bringing up music. Everybody needs somebody to look up to. Why shouldn't it be us? Then he says, who do we think we are? 
And that's a good question, too. Who do we think we are? I think we are the return. They talk about the Anunnaki's. That's interesting. I wonder. Those 2000 babies. And then you have that other group that wants to, you know, destroy and it's build and destroy and destroy and build for that side, you know, and within that that subset. It's an actively build while tearing, tearing down the, you know, structures that the powers that be. But the, the make sure what does have to happen is tearing down the structures that be and building back in its place, building better. And that's probably where the slowdown really comes in, because, like I said, we're in the water and we're swimming and we're swimming. And whether the house is already built or it's just the materials, we know that it's there. We know that we can. We know that safety is at the shore, but nobody gets out alive if we don't slow down. So my message one more time. Slow down. I love y'all. Episode nine. Probably going to have two more for season one, and then we'll move rapidly into season two. And that's that on that. Love y'all. Peace. Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Hey. I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt do all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Yeah Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible Yeah All I know is get paper All I do is shit major Bought a condo on the top floor And the building's a skyscraper Feeling like I'm Kobe LeBron for the Lakers Feeling like I'm Idris Paul Walker